Welcome to Sangu Stories. We are excited to bring this first Ritz-Carlton to the Maldives, a destination renowned for service and beauty. We are counting down the days to our opening and we are delighted to invite the Minister of Tourism, Mr. Abdullah Masoom, to discuss more about this beautiful destination. Welcome, Mr. Masoom. Very nice to have you here today and thank you for breaking your busy schedule and joining us on today's podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we're, we're very um, nice to be here. Yeah, thank you. You know, we've got uh, so much happening with our pre-opening and, and Maldives and tourism is, is bouncing back uh, and proving to be uh, a, a, another incredible su- success story in the world tourism. And one of my first questions I wanted to ask you today was about, you know, tourism itself in Maldives is the most successful industry in, in Maldives. And, and against all the odds, as I mentioned, in a year with the pandemic, uh, has provided one of the world's best destinations again. And congratulations. Um, what's the secret behind the Maldives' success in your eyes? Thank you very much. Um, I think the uh, biggest um, secret is the transparency. Uh, people knew what we are offering. When uh, President uh, decided to open up for tourism, then even that decision was based on a lot of stakeholder discussions. And since then, we have operated on a very simple formula whereby we wanted to give the maximum safety to uh, tourists, employees, and the general public, but with minimum inconvenience. And that is what we communicated. We had a very simple form of communication uh, to tell what tourists are supposed to do in the Maldives when, when they are coming at these difficult times. And our geography itself was there, then the unity was there. We had a whole, uh, we had an approach whereby all of us, all of you, everybody was engaged. We had a whole of government, whole of health sector, whole of tourism industry, mm. um, whole of community councils, um, volunteers, everybody was engaged. Uh, travel trade partners and other governments. So that that enabled us to give that message loud and clear that Maldives is one of the safest destinations. Mm. And I think that is the main thing. People, after coming here, they felt safe. And that message was communicated loud and clear via podcasts, webcasts, or, or even uh, other social media, Instagram, um, uh other FB, whatever, you know, LinkedIn. So Maldives got a brand that it it is very safe. Mm. I think you're right. And having been here for myself for more than 20 years, it's it's always been that natural lure that it's one island, one destination. Um, There's a lot of possibilities to be isolated in that sense on your own island. And and I think a a lot of the uh, Maldivian repeaters have and, and tour operators that have supported Maldives for the last 40, 50 years understood that very quickly. If we could open, there's trust there, which is, as you mentioned, it's very true. You know, you've started in the hospitality industry at a very young age, like most of us, uh, and worked in several resorts yourself, which I, I'm sure that gives great insight. What has your experience been like in hospitality? Is that your passion? Uh- <laughs> Mark, <laughs> I live tourism. Tourism is my life. As you said, I started tourism, uh, my tourism career a long, long, long way back in 1985. At that time, ministry was uh, just a department. So I joined as an administrative officer, went to the airport to give information to the guests and 
was engaged in um, all, all the roles of the ministry was doing at that time at an administrative level, inspecting the resorts, um, monitoring quality and the, like that. Then after that, I, I went into, I became a lecturer in the tourism school. Mm. Then uh, then I, I was on and off studying and uh, working, studying and working in, in consultancy to tourism industry, meeting people. And, and many of the managers today, they are resort managers, are my former students. So it's really, uh, it makes me very proud yeah. to see them in yeah. responsible posts in different resorts. Some are flying very, very high. And, and it is an uh, honor to see them fly that high. Mm. And I I spent so about uh, 10 years abroad uh, studying, some, um, about three years in Malaysia, about two and a half in Germany, then again about five in uh, UK. So altogether, big, a big chunk of my life is abroad studying. But uh, I've always had a connection with the industry and uh, very passionate about its development, particularly in terms of uh, the sustainable dimension. That is how I ended up doing my thesis, my PhD thesis on uh, sustainable tourism development. Wow. Uh, yes. it, it's on environment uh, sustainability, social sustainability, and economic sustainability. And uh, now that I, I uh, earlier I was also tourism minister sometime back, and uh, before that I was head of tourism promotion board. Mm. And in between, I was an MP, and I managed the biggest resort in the Maldives, Sun Island Resort. Yes. And now yeah. again, back in the ministry. And also, there was a time I was the I held the portfolio for a short time of uh, Ministry of Environment, Energy, and Water. Mm-hmm. All in all, I I love the industry, the environmental component of it, people component of it, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, the challenges really drives me. Yeah. Earlier, I, when I joined Tourism Promotion Board, uh, just after, uh, just within four months, September, October, yeah, just within four months, we had uh, uh, that unfortunate uh, incident of uh, Indian Ocean tsunami. Yep. So I was engaged in uh, recovery that time, and now this time, uh, I was an ambassador in Singapore, and uh, <laughs> they they called me. Hey, I'm awesome. Come here. Uh, we, we want you to take take care of the tourism ministry, and uh, because of the pandemic, I I thought it is it is a uh, time that I'm needed here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, with your experience, um, the office of, in my eyes, always it's been such an important office to hold, uh, and to have a good broad range of experience that you've got. It's really great because you can see it from different eyes which I appreciate a lot because sometimes in uh, in these most important roles, uh, we need that balance and that experience. And I think you can really uh, dig in and drill into the area, especially in critical times like now. So I can, and we can see that, which is great. And uh, we're super excited uh, being out here in the islands, knowing that someone like yourself is there. So when we talk about us being in the islands and Fari Islands is our, our new destination within a destination, um, in the North Mali Atoll. And we're only 45 minutes from Mali, but, you know, it's been a, a, it's a lovely development. Uh, you know, and really the, the focus for us was developing a luxury integrated development where there was more to it than just one island, but there was a collective of islands, but the experiences were unique in themselves. Um, but there, 
But, you know, this is about bringing new things. Um, we have seen many new ideas in this fascinating place in the destination over many years. It always surprises me, but doesn't in sometimes how we reinvent, um, whether it's the first underwater restaurant and spa and these type of things in the world. Uh, what do you think the future is for the for for tourism? Oh my God! Future, <laughs> you see the future. Future, you see us uh, our products going underwater. Yeah, we already we are there. We have got yeah. a very nice underwater restaurants, underwater spa. Then over water, of course, we uh, more you say has become a role model. And uh, I think uh, even. The future projects of Maldives uh, is going to be very, very good, very, very unique and totally out of the box, the box we live in today. Yeah. Now, today, yeah. ultra luxury was already out of the box a couple of years back. But now I'm sure that um, we are going to see things totally uh, unbelievable coming up in the years to come. Uh, that's where, Mark, I, I really... Mm, wish to thank the industry partners. Uh, often people will ask, why don't you be more, uh, more engaged in regulation of the industry? I tell them, tourism industry is a self-regulatory industry. Mm. It is in the interest of the industry stakeholders to make sure that everything is in, in, in good. Uh, you look after the environment. So, uh, your guests can enjoy the environment uh, better. Yeah. You look after the employees because then you have a very energetic, motivated team and uh, your guests will start uh, giving a, uh, a good return. They, they will be addicted to your resort. Um, other things, you know, in terms of uh, enhancing the management, looking at uh, product differentiation, all this, so uh, always, I think uh, industry has been very, very good in terms of creativity, engineering, uh, coming up with new products. And, and uh, um, especially uh, many of the internal brands uh, that has really made uh, Maldives shine through um, similar products. And Maldives is so popular now because of that. And we see that uh, more international brands are coming. Uh, and more ultra-luxury products coming. Very often, some people ask, now that we are taking tourism to the people, to outer atolls, outer islands, sometimes people ask, hey, aren't you going to spoil the beautiful, pristine image of the Maldives, one island, one hotel, luxury, getaway uh, image? I tell them, no, because that image will still remain. You, you still have the chance to, I travel out to any airport of choice. We have got so many international airports now. And from there, you have the choice to travel to your private island in any form of transport you wish. Yeah. And there you are. I mean, it's total privacy, totally exclusive, uh, very personalized tourism experiences. Yeah. At the same time, we, we want to make sure that uh, Maldives is mm, accessible to others. So we have got uh, mid-range hotels that are coming in different parts of the uh, Maldives. The other products that are associated with tourism is going to be, I think, uh, uh, catalogued better and people will have a better choice in terms of dive sports, surfing points, fishing grounds, um, cultural interests of the different uh, places in the islands, the eco 
systems and many resorts. You have lived here for so long and you must have seen many. But um, the, the, just like resorts are so different, Inherbal Islands are also very different. Yeah. Uh, I think future tourism product uh, will be, uh, we will have things that we cannot even imagine today. Mm. We will go more into underwater. We will, we will use more environment-friendly technology. Yeah. Uh, we will use the best of um, um, solar energy uh, to save the environment also it, it's a, it, it is um, good for uh, business itself mm. I see very much um, um, environment friendly yeah. responsible yeah. tourism developed and more benefits to the people yeah I think you're right I think it just comes natural that we do need to keep evolving uh, the tech with the technologies and you know you can see in our resort here where um, straight away, the, our flat roofs have been designed specifically for the solar panels and, and those uh, water villas have those solar panels. And it's almost uh, not a surprise. It's about how we be, must be thinking these days. And I would expect that in the future, you know, every resort in the Maldives will have some form of solar and it continue to, you know, and then when batteries get more, uh, you know, affordable and, and stronger in lasting, that will also be part of what happens. And you know, we have 10%, over 10% of our solar overall power use is going to be solar from day one with a with a vision to grow. Um, so I think that's that's great to hear that's that's still, you know, that's part of, I think that's also part yeah. of luxury. It's part of every sector too. I think I love going to visit small little islands and seeing that they've got a solar panel running there and, you know, it's for everybody, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. I think it's uh, earlier days we were kind of worried because of the, storage uh, system being more costly now the technology has become more affordable and yeah. also there are yeah. alternative usage where you can feed into the grid and then yeah. get get uh, uh, your energy when you need it yeah. all sort of yeah. things are there and and uh, i think uh, adaptation to the environmental changes and making best best out of it mm. um, and every, everybody really welcome in tourism um, earlier, we would be only kind of thinking of um, high, very high yield, low density tourism. Mm. That is still there, but we we want a more uh, community integrated uh, tourism where yeah. college students will be able to come and have a uh, taste and feel of the Maldives. Mm. Yeah, that's great. So I mean, I've been here for for many years, as you know, and. Um, and we've opened a number of resorts and uh, and I've seen uh, lots of young ones grow up and then their kids grow into the industry as well. And it's always been about the people and the family for me and, the, and this Maldivian culture and how we integrate that to luxury, which, you know, the Maldivian uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen have been really amazing with me. And I've, I've seen how the connections have been with the customers. They're just always very special. Um, so much talent there out in um, the Maldivian nationals. What's your thoughts on, developing local talent and how we're doing that and you've got a view for that yeah i think uh, that is um, again i'm something i'm really really passionate about just now today i came from a, a, a ceremony where we gave certificates to uh, the uh, imams of the mosques in the resort islands. You know, each oh, resort island yes, the Maldives have to have a mosque, and uh, that's for the staff. And also, we get uh, so many Muslim tourists now. 
So we 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 had trained them. We and uh, so the talent to build a matrix. But matrix. You must have come across many Maldivians. Very. Uh, they 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 are very much experienced and they are very skillful, talented, hardworking. Yes. Um. But sometimes they may not have the formal qualification that is required to go to the next step in the career ladder. Mm. One program we are initiating is giving them qualification so that they can jump up the ladder. Uh, we want uh, Maldivians to be in jobs that they love to do, they like to do. Normally, it is uh, guest contact jobs. And... Uh, at the pace we are we are developing now, we will not be able to get enough people, enough Maldivians. So the few Maldivians we have, we wish them to be in high-paid jobs that they like to do. Yes. So um, uh, managerial-level jobs, supervisory-level jobs, jobs that are high guest contact like Butler where you get more tips mm. and... Uh, it requires a lot of uh, dedication. Yes. And another area is women in tourism. So these two areas we want to focus and we are we have uh, industry champions in training. You know, your resort also, okay. yeah. uh, they train a lot. Uh, there is a succession plan in, in, in many of the resorts, mm. but we want to encourage that more and make sure that uh, future tourism the Maldivians would be in uh, jobs that they love to do and more women also be in jobs. And another area that we are trying to do is we be, be like, um, I, I'm aware of the employee village you have, you know, but uh, we, we are also having government has plans now to have employee villages nearby their resort in an inhabited island. Yeah. So they can go to the resort and they will be able to live with the family. That has been a big challenge till today. Yes. Where yeah. families, unless your resort is nearby to where you are working, mm-hmm. uh, living with the family is a big challenge. Mm-hmm. So now we want to bring, uh, with the new opening of the resorts, we will have tourism in many uh, resorts. Mm-hmm. That are not very far from Inhibit Islands, but yeah. where sometimes you are required to stay, go and work a little bit far away from your home island, you still have residences where you can even buy places at a reasonable price, price or rent that place. And you can bring the family there and that, that island will have reasonable education systems and, and uh, health and health uh, systems in place. So, because uh, I think uh, tourism is a, is a serious career, and they can they should be able to live their life while uh, serving in that uh, career. Many young ones when they go, it's um, uh, they they are very, very uh, I think free. But uh, as they grow up, when you start a family, mm. uh, I think then they need uh, that uh, family feeling. Then they have yeah, to get that family. Do. They do. And, you know, you, you just reminded me of, you know, the, the times when I was in Rangali Island down in South Ariato back in the late 90s when we opened and became a, a Hilton not far from your neck of woods in those days. I was amazed that the these gentlemen would travel the other side of Maldives to work down there and not go home for 
you know, maybe once or twice a year back in those days because we didn't, you know, back in the 90s, there's no mobile phone. You couldn't really fly in and out. It was Life was simple then, actually, I guess. And that's the mold. This has changed a lot. But, you know, I now here we are over 20 years later and the young kids have been away from their father for 20 years and they haven't had a father at home. And and I always remember thinking, gee, that's a whole generation and previous one probably as well that didn't have a, f- a father figure and a family environment that's complete. Mm. And that's what you're saying. Um, you know, ah. you know, it's so important uh, for any community. Yeah, very, very, very true. Especially I, I think we, we should just uh, applaud the tourism team for the patience and the dedication they have shown in the last couple of months. It's over a year because of the travel restrictions, they were um, confined to the resort yeah. because going home requires uh, X number of days quarantine and coming back requires X number of ten days quarantine. And oh. it's it's totally impossible okay. for them to travel. And uh, they have lived away from their family for a whole one year. So I, I really appreciate their sacrifice. And I've been thanking them at every occasion I get. So this occasion, so I, I just would like to thank all the uh, industry uh, team out there for their dedication and the hard work and patience they have shown, then they, they are the really, you know, one thing I have noticed even during the, just after the tsunami and now, Maldives recovery, uh, one of the success factors, if even if we are to reflect on your first question is, we have loyal repeat tourists. Incredible. Loyal repeat tourists who knows Maldives, who have, who comes to Maldives. And, their loyalty is very often to the employee who served them, yes. employee team, the staff team in the resort. Mm-hmm. Uh, the resort itself is very good, but the employee, in particular employee, plays a very important role in bringing the guest back to the resort. That's why we see often some, not often, when, when some staff moves from resort A to resort B, the repeat guest to resort A Follows that staff to resort B. That shows the connectivity. So, uh, I mean, the, the staff are doing a marvelous um, job in uh, our tourism recovery, and uh, they are thanks to them. You know, it's so true, and and, and it will continue now for uh, forever and a day. And we'll have always some times where we we'll have to draw on that. And I can tell you through the years, whenever times got tough, at the toughest times, whenever things were the most busiest, when the chips were down, it was they, that's when they fired up. That's when uh, <laughs> the local team like clicked yeah. into another gear, yeah. and it's almost yeah. like they're just piloting along, and, and then they can go hard again. And yeah. I've never been let down like that and uh mm-hmm. and it continues to uh inspire me as well to be part of it and that's why i've been here half of my life i guess um because of this this culture that's so strong about just giving and making it happen you know and that's mm-hmm. what I, I love um so yeah and i can talk for hours on on, on the people and, I, and i'm very passionate about it and our village that we've built here with uh, evan and pontiac they've been very passionate about this being a village and how do we connect local and, and allow them to live as a village? And how do we do family? And how do we involve the local community? And we're starting up a coconut uh, factory here where we'll do the oil and the flour and uh, tap toddy and show people how things work and try to step back a little bit in time as well. But also, more importantly, give them a place outside of work that they can go. And, and we mm-hmm. say no branding. It's not Ritz-Carlton. This is Fari Village. 
you know, and mm. let them have their space and make it amazing, mm. you know, and then make it a learning in, in an integrated uh, village with three other islands being there. And I think that's how we hope we can be a model for some things like that as well. And we invite everyone to come and see when they can travel safely mm. what we're doing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm also very excited about that initiative and I think it's a good thing. That, that's why we, we have to always think of the creative models and uh, take tourism to the next level. Yeah, well, they are our resource. There's no doubt. You can't spend enough money on developing. our. And as you said, there's not enough local talent at this stage to cover all the resorts and all the positions. So we've got to bring them up uh, to the senior ones. And, and, you know, I'm a very passionate person around that and, and integrating the best of world class with local talent and, and seeing how we can grow their, their skills. And Ritz-Carlton coming to the Maldives is an, an amazing hospitality brand, as you know, and world world mm. famous over 100 years for really developing that luxury sector. And I think our responsibility and promise to the local community is super important around development. So, um, and I'm sure you've uh, heard a bit about us uh, arriving uh, to the Maldives as a brand. Uh, so what do you think, might, <laughs> it might be a strange question, but what do you think Ritz-Carlton Fire Islands makes a difference in this destination? How do you think we can bring from your side. Uh, that's all, like, like all this earlier, we, we, we had this uh, joke that when uh, pilots come, it takes uh, uh, X number of hours to come to Maldives, reach Maldives, and X number of hours to find the island where the airstrip is so small. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, I think over the years, Maldives started becoming very popular, made popular by popular people who have visited us, writers, film stars, sports uh, uh, legends, high-high-flame um, uh, business people. And after a while, then we start getting high-flame brands. Mm. So yeah. uh, Riz Carlson and other brands that mm, comes here and makes a mark really helps the destination. And um, it and uh, with these brands also comes a total package of the management know-how, management uh, uh, culture that uh, works as a benchmarking model for others. So I'm hoping this this initiative also will be very good. Mm -hmm. uh, it will help us market more this better. It will uh, give us uh, room to learn, and um, I think uh, any any good good brand that comes here is go is going to be because it, the brand is already popular and uh, it's already uh, good to go. Yeah. But new ones, new ones, even home bread, home invented brands are becoming very popular, and it it has grown out to be international brands. Maldives has got a lot of room for creativity. And when creative uh, companies comes to Maldives, uh, the, the products they bring up are amazing. I agree. I agree. You know, the one the, the villas over the water um, that may have been done in other countries, when they actually see how they're done here in the Maldives and developed island concepts, you can see that that technology and understanding of what's happened here in the Maldives has then gone back and they're trying to do that in other countries and and i think um there's a lot to be said about a maldivian resort culture <laughs> moving out as a brand 
definitely. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, I think you're absolutely right there, Mark. Uh, they, 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 a uh, products, the development, how it started, the water villas and everything. These are the uh, ignition points for a total new dimension of tourism. Mm. Uh, typical uh, islands. Uh, we, 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 there was a time first we had uh, island resorts. You know, just X island resort. You have the name of the island, and they say island resort. Then later, all of them get a surname: island resort and spa. <laughs> so all the resorts got a <laughs> their surname uh, as a, as a spa. And now new names are coming and uh, new things are coming, but all this tourism product is benchmarked elsewhere in terms of uh, how we have developed in other countries which, who do not have one island, one hotel type of development, they are coming. They want to introduce that at the moment, at the meantime, I'm sure you are aware of our new developments. We are going into integrated developments where one island now will have more than one hotel, more than one facility. Uh, integrated developments is going to be a way forward. We are going to introduce private islands where people can uh, come and just have a longer stay. We are actively seeking uh, long stay guests who can come here and work, uh, work in the sense not work in the Maldives. Uh, you you are working in Maldives, but you are doing your job elsewhere, yeah. and you get your uh, accountant come in a private jet and, and let you sign the checks. <laughs> so he will <laughs> you stay in your nice villa and uh, do the do the business. And we have got a real estate tourism mm. and uh, the the visa that comes with residency visa all that. And Maldives, I think, in the future is going to be very much popular. Mm. for a longer stay destination. That's a wonderful Especially thing. if you look at last one year or so, one of our very major client base uh, guests, uh, uh, a group of people we love and they also love Maldives, the seniors, the pensioners. Unfortunately, uh, COVID is not very friendly with them. Mm. And uh, so they haven't uh, traveled. They have uh, been confined to their four walls in where they were in the world. Mm. Now, I think it's time when with the vaccine and with the added safety, I think they will start traveling and they will come and stay in Maldives for a longer, longer time because crossing borders is a hassle now. Yeah. When you cross a border somewhere, then you might as well stay. I, I saw many people before they came recently, they'll say, Mausum, 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 I'm coming to Maldives, how is it? I try to explain to them and uh, well, they have a picture, the newcomers, you know, they, they, they will eventually go to a resort and say, wow, now I feel safe. I can take my mask off and I feel safe. So that 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 environment we have and uh, we just have to uh, promote it to uh, the, the all the corners of the world and we will have longer staying guests and uh, products like yours. It, it has got that uh, dimension. Yeah. You you have a staff team who would look after long-staying guests. There are medical facilities that can attend to yes. medical yeah. needs of the long-staying um, uh, uh, senior, yeah. senior, senior yeah. um, guests. No, definitely. I mean, Fari Islands uh, with uh, with three resort islands in one village also has residential 
plans and land plotted for that as well. And I think, therefore, um, you know, we must be in that uh, in, the, in in that scope of what's going to happen next in the Maldives. And you know, you, you just made me think again about the geographically. You know, we've been blessed by our geographic positioning in the world because we can pivot so well between. I mean, literally, Asia has been shut down in the in the last year, but the rebounders still happen through other markets on the other side of the world and our, our friends from India all the way through to Russia and, and other markets uh, into Europe. And I think that that's a dynamic part about what, you know, our success as well. And um, we, and, and what really always amazed me is our local people embrace um, those languages. They connect. Some of them go off and marry and stay and come back. And, but uh where, where Maldives seems to be open for anyone, really. You know, I don't think there's anyone that, that Maldives doesn't embrace and it's connected beautifully as a geographic. Oh, yeah. 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 So we're, we're, we're very, very true. Sorry. I, I, if, if you just uh, look at uh, my, the Maldives as a popular honeymoon destination, you know, it has been, we are a dive destination, of course, honeymoon destination. And um, a honeymoon destination means each honeymoon is a potential future family. And, yes. <laughs> you know, we are getting so many family tourists. Right? Yeah. So many yeah. Uh, yeah. guests amazing. are coming with their <laughs> children now. Yeah. You know, when I was in Rangali back in 1998, the families that were there, they had their children. And then since that time, they've traveled and followed me, as you said earlier, to my other resorts over time. And I've seen these kids grow up. I've seen them since I was very small. Now they're also having their own children. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah. A bit old, but that's <laughs> the beauty, right? We've, we, we convert yeah. uh, families and generational business happens. And no one would have thought 20 years ago that this would be a massive family business and celebration yeah. business. But that's what it is and events is happening and uh, mm. this, yeah so very very true this year. Mm. very true this year we have welcomed the uh, guests who have been in Maldives over 60 times you know wow over 60 wow. times that's about a three three trips every year and every trip uh, more than two weeks you know that's a lot of um, Maldives time <laughs> We should be giving them a Maldivian yes. passport. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. I want one, but I can't get one apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks for your time today. I think we probably should do another podcast one day about some more subjects after we open and maybe have you yeah, yeah. be here and do one yeah. on the site. That would be yeah. My, it's, it's really nice talking to you and especially you have been with the industry for such a long time. You have seen this industry uh, come of age, but um, our industry is... Uh, ever evolving, ever um, yeah. growing with the new new products. And uh, I'm sure uh, in coming days, we'll have more and more to talk about. Uh, the new investments we have marked this year is a year of investment. Wow. Um, and 2022, it's our golden jubilee year, 50 years of Maldives tourism. And we have got a super duper program and we are just um, working on it. The wow. program is going to be uh, engaging everyone Everybody, tourists, um, employees, general public, and it will be from extreme north to extreme south, all the islands, all the resorts. It will be a totally a festive year. I think um, another another program, it would be good if we can just chat about the uh, yes. some yeah. of the events that will be happening in the golden year 2022. Yeah. I, Thank you very much. We'll be looking forward to hearing more about it and we'll speak to you soon. Thanks for your time today. Really appreciate Thank it. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. 
Join me next time when we discover more about the Ritz-Carlton Maldives, Bari Islands.